0: Welcome to the Variety Hour on AM 990, where local leaders talk Memphis. Listen
1: to you, move your mouth. I bet you come way down south. Now don't tell me, let me guess. You're from the town that I love best. Talk Memphis, I wish you would. Talk Memphis, you sound so good. Talk Memphis, I own the club.
0: Welcome to Talk Money on AM nine ninety, and now here's your host Jim Shoemaker.
1: Well, as you can guess, I am not Jim Shoemaker. He is on assignment today. Uh, you have Mac Jenkins in the studio with you, my co-host today, Rob Clement. Good morning, Rob. Hey, Mac. Good morning, everybody. You're looking, you're looking mighty dapper this morning. Yeah, ready, ready to go. We've got an action-packed show today. We've got uh, Haley Kemp, recruiting specialist for Shoemaker Financial, with us. We've also got uh, Chris Abair, one of our managing directors. Uh, we're going to be talking about recruiting uh, and career changing and coming into the financial services industry today. But before we get to that, Rob, we always go th- by the numbers. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So well, we, let me uh, give you a by
1: the numbers. We always, Mike. we always. It seems like the last three or four weeks have started out talking about Greece, and no, no different today. What's Absolutely. going on with the in the world of Greece today?
2: Yep. Well, one of the things the uh, IMF, the International Monetary Fund. What they've said is the Greeks are not required to make principal or interest payments on that outstanding debt from their 2010 and 2012 bailouts until 2023. So as of July the 13th, guess what they said? The I- IMS said debt sustainable analysis where they recommend that the grace period for those folks over in Greece not be required to make their interest payments on all the bailouts, extended another 30 years. So in my calculations, that puts them out to 2053 on that.
1: So I like that. If we can't solve the problem, let's uh, let's just kick it down the road exactly. and let somebody else solve it later. Kick so. the can is what we call it. Absolutely. I also saw that where they created a guarantee fund, so the, the Greece government is going to sell off 50 billion euros worth of state assets into a trust yes. uh, and let that begin working to help settle the debt at some point later point in time so it looks like for now Greece is going to defer their payments back to the IMF and other lenders uh, and go from there what else do you have in in regards to the numbers Rob you know things seem to
2: repeat themselves like every 10 years this has happened the S&P 500 right is up right now 7.9 percent per year over the last 10 years at the end of June now if we look back 10 years ago what were they up in uh, at the end of '05? Nine point nine percent. So, what's what do we say? The the S and P five hundred consists of remember five hundred stocks chosen for market size, liquidity, and industry group representation. So, it's a market value weighted index that each stock's weight. In the index, proportionate to its market value. Now, that's by the numbers research that gives us that.
1: I like that. So, again, from an investing perspective, I think that's time in the market, not timing the market. Because if you look, again, S&P 500 was up 7.9 over the last 10 years. The 10 years prior to that, it was up 9.9. So continued returns, positive returns if you stay in the market. Well, Rob, June was a very important month in the retail sales industry. Big time. Give me that Big statistic. Time. Well, here's the deal on that
2: one, Mac, that when we think of retail sales, it's it's kind of hard to visualize, but $442 billion in retail sales. Now, that equals $14.7 billion of retail sales per day here. Now, back, there was an all-time record that was hit back in last November on the and it was 449 billion, and that was in November of 2014. So, retail sales are pretty strong out there, and uh, we're finding that's that the Commerce Department's reporting numbers still continue to be very
1: strong. I think that's an interesting t- statistic. I, I can see why November would be high. You know, we've got all the shopping days. Getting ready for it, it used yeah. to be the Friday after Thanksgiving. Now it's Thursday night of Thanksgiving, then Friday, then Saturday. I don't understand the June number. I mean, June retail sales, got to be a lot of shopping going on out there.
2: Yeah, it's not like it's back to school time or anything like that. It's, you know, it's people out
1: getting ready for vacation, I guess. That's probably all those new shops out there at Saddle Creek that they've opened. Ah. Probably helping, helping a lot to that national you economy, are. certainly yes. helping to the uh, Shelby County economy. Yes. And then speaking of money, the, the in and out, after nine months of fiscal year 2015. Uh, Uncle Sam has collected $1 of tax receipts for every $1.3 of outlays. So with that, creating a deficit to date of $313 billion. That's Mm. with a B. That's with a B. That's a lot of zeros. Mm. Uh, So we continue to spend more than we bring in. What about
2: Tennessee? You know, living in Tennessee, we, we get some perks here. And no state income tax. uh, Exactly. So I know uh, I've got some clients that came to Tennessee, just because of that, they relocated here and said, hey, this is the place to live for us. No state income tax. But what about kids that you're going to be sending off to
1: school? Yeah, absolutely. So no student debt. Uh, Oregon became the second state in the U.S. to pass a bill authorizing tuition free access to community college. Uh, which is a little interesting fact. Would would you like to guess who the first state was, Rob? Mm,
2: could it start with a T? Either. It could,
1: and it would not be Texas. There it you would go. be Tennessee. Tennessee was the first state uh, to pass the mandate that if students maintain a GPA of at least 2.5 uh, and enrolled on a full-time basis they are eligible to receive state assistance to go to a community college. Hey, Art, so,
2: We may need some applause for Tennessee here. Tennessee
1: <laughs> was number one, Oregon number two. And then finally, Rob, I want to go through an interesting fact here regarding American retirees. In a recent survey, uh, 80% of uh, current American retirees have found happiness and fulfillment in their retirement years. I thought that was an interesting that fact. That is interesting, yeah. 80% are happy with retirement. I think the other thing that was interesting about this survey was that 60 percent of current American workers anticipate that they will also find happiness and fulfillment in their retirement. So the, the people, the American people looking forward to retirement, looking forward to getting out there and not having to get up every morning and come to work and, and you know, do the things that they do on a, on a daily basis during their working years, looking to change that from a retirement standpoint.
2: Mac, one of the things that when I uh, was looking at that, I was thinking about what we do. And how important it is to come alongside people and help them make that retirement
1: even better. Absolutely, right? I mean that's part of the that's part of the planning process is working with a financial advisor uh, to make sure that you're on track for where you want to be when it comes to retirement. That's from a Absolutely. from a timing standpoint, from a money standpoint. Those are all things that you need to be looking at, and that's something that we certainly help our clients. Uh, work with in planning for their financial retirement. So it's based on the amount of money they're going to need, what they're planning on doing. And that varies from individual to individual. I mean, you you may meet with a meet with a person, or, or you yourself may want to be the person that travels continually during retirement, and, and that's going to require a certain sum of money. You may be the, the homebody that wants to sit around and, and just have the, all the grandkids come to you. Sure. Uh, hey, that's why... The name of this show is Talk Money. Absolutely. So. One of the other things I want to talk about, Rob, was that you know all prices continue to continue to to go up and down. The closing price of a barrel of oil peaked in, in calendar year twenty fourteen at one hundred and seven dollars and twenty six cents. The price of that same oil fifty dollars and seventy eight cents as of seven seventeen, which was this week. So it's down fifty three percent. Since six twenty of 14 the one thing I would say that's interesting about that gas prices don't really seem to be reflecting that as well. Certainly when I stop at the Exxon station, uh, it seems like gas prices are continuing to increase. So not a direct reflection of oil prices and and necessarily gas. And it's all due to uh, supply and demand. These
2: summer months, it's always seemed that the gas prices rise. And then around Labor Day
1: they begin to tail off again when people aren't traveling much. It's, it's so. amazing how that coincides uh, right with vacation. Well, we're going to take a break right now for tra- traffic and weather, but when we come back, we're going to get into the financial services career with Haley Kemp and Chris Bear. Looking forward to it. You're
0: listening to Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Podcasts of the Talk Money program are available for iOS mobile devices. Go to the iTunes store and search for Shoemaker Financial. Talk Money will return right after this.
3: Have you thought about pursuing a career in financial services but have no experience in the industry and need training? If you are goal-oriented, highly motivated, and enjoy working with people, you have the skill set Shoemaker Financial is looking for. Shoemaker Financial is continuing to grow their team of financial advisors in the midst south and they're ready with the training and tools you need to get started with over 35 years of providing professional advice quality products and excellent service in the mid south you too can now be a part of their growing firm if you're interested in learning more about this opportunity contact haley kemp at 901-757-5757 or email at hkemp at shoemaker
0: helping you make the most of your money this is talk money filling in for Jim Shoemaker. Here's today's host for Talk Money, Mac Jenkins and Chris Aber.
1: All right, good morning. Welcome back. We're talking with Chris Aber and Haley Kemp along with my co-host Rob Clement today in what it takes to be a financial advisor. So Haley, let's uh let's start with you. What uh what does a career of in personal financial being a personal financial advisor look like?
4: You know, Mac, I tell all of my candidates In the first interview, it's a very demanding career to get into. It's not an eight-to-five job. You're going to be networking and going to client meetings whenever you need to. Uh, A combination of client meetings, prospect meetings, office work, paperwork can bog you down. You just have to do priority management.
5: Great. Chris, anything to add to that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, In addition to being demanding, I think one of the key elements of of that conversation is that it's a career. It's not a job. It's got to have a vision of not just what's going to happen in the next year, but more or less what what is it going to look like 5, 10, 15 years out from that. Uh, so having a vision of what the future will look like in this career. In addition to that, you have autonomy, which is the freedom to build the business the way you want to. Uh, deal with the clients that you want to deal with. You have mastery. This is something you never master. You're constantly learning new products. You're learning new strategies to improve a client's economic life. And then last, purpose. And that's the biggest thing for me is, Having a purpose is bigger than myself, and that is helping others achieve what they wouldn't otherwise achieve. So that if you bring all that together in a package, I think that's what really uh, sells this career.
1: So I think one of the things that we're, we're talking about is we talk to, to candidates that come in, and I know Haley does a great job from a, sharing the, the shoemaker vision of what we're looking for with, with candidates. But one of the things we talk about a lot is career versus job. Chris, can you can you expand on that a little bit? Kind of tell me some of the
5: differences between a career and a job. Yeah, so a career. Uh, what I would say why I use the word career in this element is everything that we do from day one is a building block to the future. Uh, so when we when we engage a client, it's it's a client for life. This is a relationship business. So ultimately, what's taking place is uh, is not necessarily what what we earn on a client in the first day or the first meeting or even the first year. It's it's really. Uh, using those uh, meetings to really build that relationship and the things that we're going to be doing for them 5, 10, 15 years out, that's college planning, wedding planning, retirement planning, planning for whatever it is that they want to incorporate in their lives from a lifestyle standpoint uh, versus a job. A job would obviously be something you show up and, you know, you get there right right at uh, the, when the day starts at 8 o'clock and you leave, you know, a couple of minutes early. And, uh, you know, that that just doesn't, for me, doesn't have as much purpose or uh, self-fulfillment than I would say our career does.
1: I got you, Rob. I know you've been in the financial services business now for for a long time, quite a while. Kind of tell me tell me a little bit about how the business has changed. But I think even though it's changed a lot, I think there's still a lot of similarities there um, in regards to it's a it's got to be a career mindset. You're in it for a longer period of time. Share with me a little bit about sure. that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The uh, the career. Uh, I think Chris did a great job of uh, of giving some bullet points about. Uh, what it takes uh, to make it in this career, but it's a career that uh, that is uh, one of the most rewarding things I think you can ever get into is is uh, in this particular career because uh, you get to work with people and roll your sleeves up and uh, and you get to make a difference in their life and come alongside them sometimes uh, through things that are uh, that you never saw it coming and uh, and uh, at this point in my career. Uh, I call myself a multi-generational financial advisor, which is great because now I'm not only working with the folks that I started with, but maybe they might be grandparents and I'm now working with their children and in their grandchildren in many ways. So my career has kind of morphed itself into uh, a career that uh, has been very uh, extremely rewarding and satisfying as a, as an individual.
1: Yeah, I know from from my standpoint, I've been in the business over twenty over twenty three years now, and one of the reasons I came into the business, and I think that it still holds true today, I came in really for three reasons, and and number one for me, I wanted to make a lot of money. Now I couldn't define a lot of money, right? And money is always relative. What one person thinks is a lot, somebody else may not. But I do believe this career offers a couple of things, and I think money freedom is is one of those. Mm-hmm. You can make the income that you want to make. It is dependent upon you. You know, you have to come in and, and not be busy but be productive. I think our career is a career of pursuit, mm-hmm. and we are the ones that are doing the pursuing of, of clients. You don't just sit around in the office and the phone rings, and a lot of, you know, the phone rings and millions of dollars come in. You have to go out and make that happen. Number two for me was to have a career that was challenging. And I I am not the type of person that would want to sit behind my desk and and just analyze numbers, although that is a, a big part of what we do. But we get to meet with a lot of different people each and every day, each and every week. And in 23 years, I've never met with two people who had the same identical dreams and goals about what they wanted to do financially. Therefore, our job is different every day. And I think that's the, the challenge of it. You meet with all types of age classes of people. You meet with, with all type of professions and, and things like that. And all of those have different needs. So for me, the, the challenge. Yeah. And then I think number three, and, and you mentioned it, was the ability to have an impact in someone's life. And, and I think what we do is so critical we talked about it in the, the, in the opening session in regards to, in, by the numbers, um, was that working with people and one of the big things that we help them with is retirement planning. You know, at some point in time, everybody has to quit work either because you want to or you have to. And that's something that, that not only takes a, takes a clarity and a vision of what they're trying to do, but it also allows us to walk them down a path to get that there, and then the other thing—I mean, college planning. Then the then the risk protection side comes in. The what else? So those are all all things that we do that I think make this an an interesting career. Haley, I want to want to come back to you. Let's talk about stability. I mean, stability in in the career. What is what is that like? I mean, what are the chances of it going away? You know, things like that. So help me out with stability of the financial services career.
4: Well, in most of my interviews, I get a lot of questions like, okay, what about pharmaceutical sales? What about the stability of this type of career? Because they know that pharmaceutical sales are going away. So they are wondering, you know, why can't someone just go on the internet and watch their uh, investments grow? You do need someone there at all times, even if, if it's a good market, if it's a poor market. I think, I think the stability is pretty high.
5: What I would say is uh, you know, math doesn't equal money. Uh, money is very emotional. Money is tied to everything that we do in our lives. Uh, if math equaled money, then Microsoft would have owned this business a long time ago. They would have created some software uh, that would allow somebody to just go in and do this themselves. So because of the emotional aspect, I would argue that, that we're in a pr- recession-proof business because when things are going bad, that's when our businesses are the best because people give up control and realize that they can't do this on their own. Uh, and the emotional aspect kind of comes in. And kind of to the point you were saying earlier is, uh, you know, we're in the last taboo subject that exists. I mean, in the world of social media, people will talk about everything, uh, whether it's religion, politics, or what's going on in uh, overseas. So we are in one subject that they will actually share and, and have to be very vulnerable in sharing their financial matters. Um, so that's that's one of those things that I would say that from a stability standpoint, uh, we we don't really don't have anything to worry about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I read a uh, recent article from U.S. News. Uh, dot com that talked about the the financial advisor position being one of the fastest growing uh, occupations over the next decade with a projected 27% growth by 2022. So there is stability in this industry. Like Chris was talking about, Rob, I, I think that not a lot of people want to do this themselves and, and that kind of lends to, to what we're trying to help with. Sure. Uh, I think I'll,
2: one of those statistics you gave earlier about uh uh, satisfied people out there that are retired uh, folks. You know, we see a, a lot of folks, and it's uh, it's our pleasure to be able to see them retire gracefully.
1: Yeah, I think one of the one of the other things that creates stability is you've got the largest transfer of wealth with the baby boomers retiring. And it's that's going to happen. Uh, certainly in the United States, more than we've ever seen. And I think that lends to most of those people are going to transfer that wealth and use a facilitator as a a financial advisor. So I think that stability, the, the ability to have some autonomy, as Chris talked about, not to create your own hours per se, certainly, as a new advisor, we do put some restrictions on you can't take you know eight months off out of the year. that makes it a little more difficult. but you do have the flexibility I think one of the other things that this career allows you to do is have some time flexibility right still got to put the hours in, but you know if you want to be the the mom or the dad that's involved with with what your children are doing. You know, I can I can remember back and playing sports in high school and college, and, and there were really two types of parents. There was a type of parent that was at everything. It didn't matter when we played a ball game, they were there. I also think, and I also remember, more so probably those parents that were rarely, if ever, there. And I don't think it's because they didn't want to participate in what their child was doing, sure. whether it be they a ball game. They were supportive, but just couldn't they be there. They were supportive, they just couldn't be there. And yeah. I, I think that's probably m- more... Um, to the reason and the thought process of they had a job or a career that didn't allow flexibility and the opportunity to participate in the opportunity to determine their own schedule. So yeah. th- those are some other things um, that I think would, would go nicely with the financial planning
2: career. Yeah. In O'Mac in- and uh, it, uh, it always comes down to skills. What, you know, what are the skills here? And I'm interested what Haley thinks about as far as the skills needed to be a successful person in this career, Haley?
4: That is the one question I get in every interview is why me? Why would you have called me? What on my resume looked like I would be good at this? And most of our advisors did not come from a financial background. There's, We have all the tools that you'll need to learn everything. It's just uh, you have to be self-motivated is the main key is you do not have your managing director calling you at eight o'clock asking where you are. You actually have to get up and I know one of our advisors, Dane Williams, he was at the office at 7 a.m. this morning uh, when we went to our meeting.
2: You were there before 7 this morning? I was. Wow. That was so surprising. (laughs)
4: Um, And then self-management, time management, you have to have all those keys. But the main factor is being a people person. You have to not be afraid to go and talk to people that you know about their finances. It's a tough, tough uh, conversation to have, but you, you do need to have that conversation with them. So... Not feeling afraid to do that. And, I mean, we have people from all types of backgrounds, teachers, uh, people from FedEx. I know uh, Rob was pharmaceutical sales. You have different backgrounds that come from that. You don't have to have a finance background.
5: No, absolutely. And I would piggyback a little bit on that and say – perseverance because, as we said earlier, this is a career and you have to have a career mindset. Um, there are going to be days that you love your job and days that uh, you know you just are scratching your head wondering why the clients aren't, aren't just rolling in the door f- because, from a logical standpoint, everybody would want help financially, especially if they have goals for retirement and everything else. So uh, one of the things I always hear, too, Haley, is you know I don't know anything about money or I don't know anything about uh, finance, uh, and that's not necessarily – Important on the front end, uh, I think we can teach you and you can learn those things through our training program. Uh, what you can't teach is confidence and communication skills. And communication skills is very key because we are communicating a very complex, uh, complicated topic uh, to people that don't live in our world all day, every day. And when you go by the numbers earlier, I'm sure a lot of people are on the other end of this saying, I, I don't know what any of that means. So it's our job to communicate it in a way that they understand it. And the last word uh, that I always like to use is benevolence, and benevolence just means desire to good, do goodwill for others or to others. Um, we have to we have to be trustworthy, uh, have integrity, and uh, if you have if your purpose, if you feel like you want to serve others and help others, and maybe being a doctor wasn't your calling, then this is a great career path for you. Uh, that's, I'm, I'm obviously biased, but uh, that's just my opinion.
2: You know, it's, it's interesting you mentioned that, Chris, about uh, career changers because. Uh, Mac and I happened to be years ago at a national meeting, and one of the speakers was a lady out of California, and her career before getting into this career was she's a kindergarten teacher, and she has been one of the most successful individuals in this career. So the attributes that you just listed were all the attributes that she had. She had that patient perseverance, confidence. She was dependable. She put a lesson plan together and made it in this career and she was raising children uh, at the same time so you can make it in this career
1: no matter where you may come from yeah rob i I want to come back to that we're going to take a quick break but i I do want to come back to the career changer and talking with career changers. we're going to take a break right now and we'll go to the osgood file
0: You're listening to Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Just search for Shoemaker Financial. Talk Money will return after this.
3: Have you thought about pursuing a career in financial services but have no experience in the industry and need training? If you are goal-oriented, highly motivated, and enjoy working with people, you have the skill set Shoemaker Financial is looking for. Shoemaker Financial is continuing to grow their team of financial advisors in the Mid-South and they're ready with the training and tools you need to get started. With over 35 years of providing professional advice, quality products, and excellent service in the Mid-South, you too can now be a part of their growing firm. If you're interested in learning more about this opportunity, contact Haley Kemp at 901-757-5757 or email at hkemp at shoemakerfinancial.com.
0: Helping you make the most of your money, this is Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. This material represents an assessment of the market environment at a specific point in time and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results, research, investment advice, or a recommendation to purchase or sell a security. And now, in for Jim Shoemaker, here's today's hosts for Talk Money, Mac Jenkins and Chris Abair.
1: And before we went to break, we were talking about career changers coming into the financial services industry. So I want to I follow up a little bit about that, before I but before I do, if you're interested in learning more information about becoming a financial advisor, Haley will be happy to walk you through that scenario. You can give her a call at 901-757-5757, or you can contact her through her email address at h K-E-M-P, at shoemakerfinancial.com. But Rob, before we were going to break, we were talking about being a career changer and what a career changer. By definition is you've had one career or job, and now you're looking for another. So, Chris, I want to start with you. Kind of talk to me a little bit about a career changer coming into this industry.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I think out of college, everyone's looking for that that career or that job that's going to provide them stability and, and income immediately. It's uh, We live in this world where you just kind of go to school, you graduate, you get a degree, and you just go to HR and cash it in. And, um, and then they realize five, ten years down the road that, that uh, standard of living doesn't exactly equal quality of life. And uh, we spoke a little bit about it earlier, but quality of life, meaning that they can be involved in their their kids' lives, they can coach the team, they're not, you know, they they have their own schedule uh, to be able to come and go as uh, as they please, and they're building that business. Um, So quality of life is something that really attracts a lot of those individuals that have a track record of success, but maybe they're the traveling representative or a traveling sales rep that uh, is tired of hitting the road every week. And leaving their families behind. Um, in addition to that, um, you know, I would say that you know everyone's just looking for a place where they can build and be rewarded for the things that they're doing, for the effort that they're giving. So uh, it's it's well documented that our industry has no cap on what you can make, uh, and that you are going to be rewarded for what you do. Uh, so that's something that really attracts a lot of career changers as well.
1: Yeah, I think one of the one of the things, and, and Rob, you have some personal experience. You had a career previous or prior to coming into this industry. Tell me a little bit about that.
2: Sure, and by the way, I liked what Chris said about quality of life uh, because that was one of the things that my wife, uh, Judy, and I, as we looked at after leaving my first career, what was I going to do? I sat around for a little bit, uh, maybe uh, a couple of hours, and then she says, you're out of here, big guy. (laughs) So I I had to begin the career search. And so the way we did it was uh, we looked at the things we didn't like with my previous career, and one of them was what's been mentioned here a time or two was I did an inordinate amount of travel. I'd leave out on Sunday nights and get back on Thursdays many weeks. And and so that for a, for an individual can be quite wearing. So one of the things that we put on our priority list was that lack of travel or little travel and, that, and to improve that quality of life that Chris was mentioning about. So we actually, from our home, drew five-mile circle around it and said we don't want to find a place that is beyond 5 miles. Now, that's sometimes unrealistic, but that's kind of how we felt like would improve our
1: quality of life is little commute time. I got you. I think as we go back to the one of the questions prior is stability's in there? Yes. You know, it's not where you walk in one day and you're doing a good job and all of a sudden the company's been relocated. You you've got a you've got a new boss. Uh, or they've, you know, they've decided that hey, we're going out of business. So I think yeah. that you know you're building a practice for yourself. I think that's a big part of what we do. Well, Matt, but, part of yeah, that, thing I, I can just add is, I, you know, when looking at a company
2: uh, as a career changer, it's it a little different than coming out of your, your collegiate years or uh, other experiences. Uh, you begin to look at things that are important to you. you know, one of the things is I wanted a company that had a high integrity in the community, and so you look for that. And are these people that I can trust and I'd have a mutual respect for? Now those things may sound
1: familiar to you. Yeah, absolutely. Trust, integrity, mutual respect, all part of the the core the core of what shoemaker is. I think the the other thing that that allows this career to be very good from a transition standpoint to, from one career to the next for career changers, you know a lot of times you go through college, Mom and Dad have been supporting you. You get that four-year piece of paper or five-year piece of paper that says, "Hey, you've done a good job," and then you get home. All all, you've accomplished your goal, and Mom and Dad have a couple of words of, "We're not supporting you anymore." So you have to get out and and find a job just to just to you know create some income because you're supporting yourself now. And, And what I think, as we talk to people, a lot of them find is there's not a lot of upward movement. We, we took a job to support ourselves, but now as we get older, we're looking to start a family. The income is not moving as much as we expected it to. You know, maybe maybe they are going to have to do the travel. So, so there are a lot of things that as we, we talk with people who are working and out, um, you know, the, the other thing, go back to time and, and time freedom. You know, a lot of times when we talk with career changers, they do have a family, you know, so they, they don't want to have to work you know, those those eight to five, eight to seven hours, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, they do want some freedom in there to participate in their family. I think the other thing that a lot of people find, they took that first job, and now all of a sudden the money freedom is not there. They're not, they're not making the kind of money. And, and I think the other thing is, guys, somebody else is dictating what amount of money you can make. And that's one of the things that I love about the financial services career. You can make however much money you want to make. Now, obviously you have to sacrifice and and you have to go forward. But one of the thought processes I always had was, if I'm going to put in the time, energy, and effort, I want to be directly rewarded for that. We're going to take another break uh, to go to Rebecca Brazier and the Mid-South Moment.
0: Helping you make the most of your money. Talk Money will return right after this.
6: Support for the abolitionist cause in Tennessee highlighted just how divided the state was over slavery during the antebellum era. Most of the northern states had outlawed slavery decades before the Civil War. However, it was legal for southern slave catchers to pursue escaped slaves into the north and a federal offense for northern residents to help escaped slaves avoid recapture. Most of what we know today about the Underground Railroad comes down to us from oral tradition, as every effort was made to avoid any written record of these activities. In East Tennessee, where there were few large families, only 1 in 12 persons was a slave. But in West Tennessee... Almost four out of every five persons were slaves. Though the first anti-slavery publication in the U.S., The Emancipator, was printed in Washington County, Tennessee, the two suspected underground railroad sites in Tennessee, the Burkle and the hunt Phelan Estates, are in Memphis. This has been another Mid-South History Moment brought to you by Shoemaker Financial.
0: You make the most of your money. This is Talk Money. Filling in for Jim Shoemaker, here's today's host for Talk Money, Mac Jenkins and Chris Aber.
1: Yeah, when we left, we were talking about the the advantages to a career changer. One of the ones, I, one of the things I want to talk about too was existing advisors. I mean, we're always looking for that advisor who may have joined with a company and and for whatever reason he's looking to make a change. I know, I know, Chris came from another company, so let's talk a little bit about that in regards to existing advisors out there, Chris.
5: Yeah, absolutely. So I think once you get established in the business and you, you have an idea of what you're trying to accomplish and what your market looks like, your clientele and everything else, um, the, the need for change is normally going to be uh, positioned in a way that where can I go and where can I align myself uh, from a culture standpoint, from a philosophy standpoint, that's going to meet the needs for my clients, uh, that's going to be an open platform. Where can I go to get the support? Uh, where can I go that's going to allow me to shine and and do what I do best, which is just be in front of the clients. I tell my clients all the time, I'm not the smartest guy in the firm, nor am I pretending to be. And and the good news is is I'm surrounded by a bunch of not only intelligent people, but very successful advisors as well. Uh, So uh, aligning with a company that has the same core beliefs that you have, a a platform that meets the needs uh, for your clients um, that that allows you to represent them to the marketplace. Uh, And then lastly, just a support system. So those are the things that really stand out to me.
1: I got you. Again, if, you're, if you've are if you just joined us, we're talking with Chris Hebert and Haley Kemp, both uh, work in the recruiting. Chris, managing director. Haley Kemp's our recruiting specialist. If you'd like more information regarding a career in the financial services industry, be sure to give Haley a call, 901-757-5757, or you can email her. H. Kemp, that's K-E-M-P at shoemakerfinancial.com. Also want to r- remind people there are four ways to listen. To find today's program on podcast and other past programs, go to iTunes and search for Shoemaker. You can always do what you're doing right now is listening to KWM 990, the voice of Memphis Live, or you can go to live streaming online at kwm 990com uh, or you could go to podcast at kwm 990com And also be sure to listen to us or, and find us on Facebook. All right. So one of the things and, and I wanted to bring this up as we're as we're talking about the career in the financial services industry is, Haley, I want to start with you. What are the next steps? Somebody's been listening to the program today and they like, wow, that's uh, that's interesting. Maybe I'm a career changer. Maybe I have a job that's not going anywhere. Maybe they're getting ready to put me on the road. Maybe my territory has has been uh, consolidated down. I'm not making the income I want to make. I'm interested. What are the next steps?
4: Well, Mac, in any career changer, it's going to be a huge learning curve. Uh, so the one thing that you do need to look for in a company is the training program. And I think uh, I think every advisor out there can contest to this, that if you do go through the training program, you will be successful if, as long as you follow it. Um, and then the mentorship, we, we have a great mentorship at SheMaker. And uh, if you want to piggyback on that, Chris, I know you you do a lot of mentoring yourself. Oh, so.
5: no, absolutely. I, I think that, again, when you align with the culture, if you if you make that leap into this career, it's important that you, you don't feel like you're doing it alone. And uh, the mentorship program that we have at, at Shoemaker is, is very key in, in helping people through those tough days and those tough times in this industry because it is going to be challenging.
1: Haley, number three.
4: Product offerings, I know that I'm not the best at this. Uh, I, I'm not an actual financial advisor, so I don't know exactly.
1: I got you. So so product offerings, that's talking about the availability to offer your clients or prospects specific products that they need that's going to help them solve their problems. And one of the things that I think Shoemaker has done a really good job of and yet, yet there are a lot of other good companies out there. But you need to, if you're considering this career, you need to look at what the company has to offer your potential clients. And Shoemaker has a wide array of products, both from an investment and a risk protection side. So yeah.
2: when when I know Jim Shoemaker started the company back in 1978, uh, his goal was what? To be an independent company out there. So, Mac, you came alongside and part of the leadership team. We've remained independent.
1: Absolutely. And though we have very strategic partners that we're aligned with, we do have the ability to go out into the marketplace and, and find the right products for the clients. Now, I, I don't believe any one company has all of the right products. So to be totally objective from a financial planning perspective, you need to have the ability to work with multiple companies uh, out there. One of the other things that I want to talk about was the, the different platforms that you need to associate yourself with. And the platforms are specialist the, the career of financial services is, is kind of a broad area. And if you have to know all the ins and outs of, of both the investment world and then the insurance world and then the benefits world, it can be quite cumbersome. And, and I think one of the things that someone that's interested in the financial services career needs to look at is what type of help and support that they're going to get. You know, are they going to have to if they're doing financial planning, are they going to have to enter all their financial plans if they're doing? Uh, investments, do they have to design the portfolios? You know, all the you know big topic today, healthcare care reform. Are you going to have to know all the ins and outs of healthcare care reform? So you need to align yourself and ask those companies that you're interviewing with those specific questions of what support am I going to get? I think that really plays to the
2: fact that uh, uh, most financial professionals, the financial advisors that are out there, their skills aren't necessarily – uh, the administrative skills, but they're more of the ability to meet people and people find a trust relationship with them and they come to them as a client. So that's where uh, i see Shoemaker really having a strength is in those, uh, those platforms and specialist
5: area.
1: Absolutely. I, I... No
5: absolutely and i going to go back to what I said with an open platform and I, and I always am quick to say i'm not the, i don 't have the answer to all things i 'm not the jack of all trades, but i 've aligned myself with uh, with a company strategically with shoemaker that uh, that has guys that are in positions that are experts in different areas, uh, so i don 't have to pretend to know everything. I just need to know what your expectations are, what is the problems that we 're trying to solve and then get the answers for you. So whether it's, uh, it's health care benefits, uh, I don't pretend to know anything about the health care reform. I, I barely know how my insurance works uh, when it comes to health insurance. Uh, when it comes to taxes, I align myself with strategic alliances like CPAs. I have estate planning attorneys I work with. So our, my purpose is, again, to manage the expectations of the clients to, to get the answers that they need because many times they just don't know where to go, and no one's going to open up the phone book and trust just anybody. Well, how do you get you. paid in this career, man? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Compensation is always part of it. Not to get into specifics of compensation, but as you're talking to companies – you need to know how you're going to get paid. What are you going to get paid on on products, and and how are you going to make a living? So I think compensation is a huge part of being in the financial services industry. Yeah, you don't want to work for free, do you? No, it's not a. We are. I always tell everybody we are a for profit company. Most of our advisors are for profit, so there needs to be at the end of the day some money coming into the household for you to spend. Exactly. One one additional thing is is marketing, and and we're going to summarize these. Uh, we want to cover marketing when we come back. Right now, we're going to take a break for traffic and weather and then market watch.
0: You're listening to Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Remember, this material represents an assessment of the market environment at a specific point in time and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results, research, investment advice, or a recommendation to purchase or sell a security. Helping you make the most of your money, Talk Money will return right after this. Take a second and think about the three most important goals or priorities in your life right now. At Shoemaker Financial, their team of qualified and experienced financial professionals is committed to helping you achieve these goals or priorities. From insurance needs to college funding, retirement or estate planning, Shoemaker Financial is here to help you accomplish your long-term financial objectives. To learn more, visit ShoemakerFinancial.com or contact them at 901-757-5757. At Shoemaker Financial, it's not just the plan it's the results you're listening to talk money with jim shoemaker podcasts of the talk money program are available for ios mobile devices go to the itunes store and search for shoemaker financial filling in for jim shoemaker here's today's host for talk money matt jenkins and chris Aber.
1: we're talking with haley kemp recruiting specialist at shoemaker financial along with chris Abair, managing director and before we went to break, we were talking about kind of next steps and, and what's a candidate or a career changer experienced advisor would need to be looking for in a new company that they're thinking about joining. I want to kind of, kind of summarize those. Number one was training program. I believe you're either trained to be successful or you're not. There's really no middle ground there. Uh, mentorship opportunities, that's the pairing of, of a new advisor, new person in this career, one-on-one with a, with a managing director, with an experienced advisor, where they can learn from someone who's been there before. Product offerings, we want to make sure that you've got the right products that you can offer your clients. Uh, Rob, talk a little bit more about the platforms and the specialist.
2: Well, particularly that area, Mac, is uh, when you feel like sometimes you don't know it all. And so it's great to have people come alongside you that do know a particular area, and they're a specialist in that area. You mentioned a time or two about the Affordable Care Act. We've got a great young man that is a specialist in that, and he brings other people in belong- alongside him and does a seminar for us so we can know more. So we've got that along with our uh our investment areas, and we have a group of CFPs and CPAs that work in our planning section. So we just have a great host of
1: teams that come alongside us and, and help us in our careers. Yeah, again, it's not it's not really about what you know; it's about who you know. And certainly, you you want to have people that have more wisdom than yourself. Again, compensation, you need to be able to make a living in this career if you're thinking about joining it. So you need to make sure you're joining with a company that that has a open-ended compensation. I think the other thing you want to look look at is, are they providing some type of financial support? Certainly for someone who's joining this career, predominantly you are joining a sales commission career. Mm. But does the company and is the company willing to support you and starting your financial practice. So that's a, I believe, a critical question that you want to ask. And then finally, we, we kind of went through it really quick, but I think marketing and, and most financial advisors that we talk to uh, don't have that creative side and they're not working off that creative side of the brain. So you need to have a joint a company. And, and be with a company that has a marketing department and and somebody that's, you know, you want to do a seminar and I have so many advisors come up and they say, Hey, I want to do a seminar. And you're like, okay, who are you going to invite? What are the invitations going to look like? And about the third question, their eyes just start glazing over because you can tell they haven't thought about any of that. I've seen that happen. Absolutely. So you want to, you want to work with a, with a company that's going to provide you marketing support um as well. So all of those six areas, I think it's a combination of those six areas that is is going to take you to be a successful financial advisor. As you start picking those pieces out, your chances of success begin to get lower. Um, so again, if you want to further talk about the financial services career, simply give Haley a call, 901-757-5757, or email her at hkemp at shoemakerfinancial.com. Chris, I want to ask you one more question in regards to, to that transition. And from your st- standpoint as a managing director, kind of what do you see from a from a new person entering the industry? What kind of support are they going to need from from a mentor or a, a experienced advisor?
5: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that it is important that you have someone that's going to, to kind of hold you by the hand and, and train you and certainly encourage you um, uh, the culture of accountability at Shoemaker is uh, is amazing, and I, I know we talk a lot about flexibility and everything else, but I think early on, just like when we talk with our clients, it's important that we're building good habits in our in our business and in our personal lives. So what we're doing at Shoemaker and what we've what we've really been successful at is not only training and having a very uh robust training schedule, but as well as uh the, the support they're getting from mentors like uh Jason Harrington and myself, and then the older guys uh there at the firm, the guys that are tenured, been there over twenty years. We have a, a good group of guys that have really paved the way for us and we're reaping the benefits of it.
1: Well, guys, I want to thank you. Rob, I want to thank you for for co-hosting with me today while Jim Shoemaker is on assignment. We've got him out working in some other areas, so thank you for being here.
2: Good to be here, and I think Jim's uh, seat is being threatened nearby. You yeah,
1: no, no, uh, no worries about that. Haley and Chris, we want to thank you guys for joining us. You do a great job for us and your respective roles there, Haley, from a recruiting standpoint, and then Chris working with our our advisors. And when I say new advisors, that doesn't mean young advisors. That can be across the age age spectrum, but new in this business. Absolutely. New in this business. Next week, uh, Jim Shoemaker will be back. So join Jim along with Jeremy Jones next Friday morning at 8 a.m. as we hear the latest developments in the market and review of the last quarter. Their guest, in addition – will be Rusty Leonard with Steward, Stewardship Partners. So that's going to be a great show. Again, if you want to catch the show, go to iTunes and you can certainly listen to it. If you knew someone that should have been listening and wasn't, have them go to iTunes, look up Shoemaker Financial. They can certainly, uh, they can certainly listen to it again. I want to thank a couple of people, producer and board director, Art Frederick, guest and content coordinator, Francis Fortner, production assistants, Eleanor Moskowitz and Katie Brashear, compliance officer, Jim Shoemaker, Mid-South History Moment, read by Rebecca Brazier and Drew Johnson. Join us next week as we continue to help helping you make the most of your money. Have a great weekend.
3: (laughs) Matt
0: Jenkins, Rob Clement, and Chris Hebert are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securian Financial Services, Incorporated, securities dealer member FINRA SIPC. A registered investment advisor, Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. Any statements made by our guests are not necessarily the opinion of Securian Financial Services or Shoemaker Financial.